My name is Professor Panda, and this is my save file. Three, two, oh, one. <laughs> What's up, gamers, and welcome to the Save File Podcast, where like every video game character, every gamer has an origin story to tell. I'm your host, Gold Lion, and as you can see, the overlay is a little messed up, so let me go ahead and fix this real quick for y'all. <laughs> technicalities you know how it is it's just what it is this is the raw content y'all this is what y'all came here for yeah this is what it is actually we're actually actually you know what we're gonna go ahead and skip the ad copy i can video edit that in we're all good <laughs> whatever i don't care we got yeah because uh, i'm gonna show y'all real quick i'm gonna be real with y'all real quick the ad I, so discord likes to update itself and i'm supposed to be here but he's there <laughs> So here we are now. So it is what it is. But what's up, Professor Panda? Actually, let me do a little. How are you doing? Let me do a little intro on you, uh, guys. The, today's guest, if you guys don't know who it is, he is an amazing human being. I've been, he's been recommended by a few streamers on the show, and I would. His name got brought up, and immediately when I went into his stream, you could tell by his soul and his spirit and just the energy that he puts out into this community and when he streams he's such a beautiful person both inside and out and i just i couldn't help myself but to ask him and reach out to him to come to the show and he humbly accepted and here we are and guys again i cannot say how much how excited i am to have this man i humbly introduce y'all to professor panda what is up professor panda <laughs> How are you, my bamboo Philip friend? And thank you. You are way too kind. <laughs> hey, uh, I'm doing great, man. I'm doing great. Honestly, I'm so happy for you to be here. It's, it's, you seem like you have an interesting journey and I'm just ready to hear it, honestly, because with someone, with someone that is as kind as you, there's a lot of things that would have, there's a lot of things that would have to happen to an individual to understand the real true meaning of kindness and you, sir, you have that gift. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome, man. So real quick, uh, tell us about your first experience with gaming. Oh, holy bamboo. Um, well, so gaming, it, it's very interesting when you, when you, when we think about gaming as a, as a concept, because really, uh, gaming for me has been, um, kind of a tapestry in, into my, my entire life. Mm. Uh, ever since I was a Panda Cub, I mean, uh, gaming has just been a vital part of just really my day to day uh from super nintendo to where we are now it just it's something that has always been a very nice outlet uh because regardless of what's going on be it in the world locally or or even nationally or even internationally that was always a very good medium to act as a, a not necessarily an escape but a good funnel to to channel and and help uh make some sense of what's going on so gaming's just always been something that is very important to me um, I didn't really realize that till um, probably the PlayStation era, but mm. it's been, but since I was a little Panda Cub, it's just always been there. So <laughs> I like how you say Panda Cub. It's cute. <laughs> it's adorable. I, like, I literally like when you, every time you say Panda Cub, I can just like envision you as a little, <laughs> a little, <laughs> just a little, just a little one, just being out there having the best time of your life. So you said yeah. PlayStation era. So what was like, like, you know, first experience with gaming. So what are some games that you started off with that you can recall? So my my very first experience, uh, uh, the first game I ever played, and it's so it's so weird that it's it's always stuck with me was um, Mega Man Seven. Mm. Mega Man Seven was the first I, I ever game I just I remember experiencing that it just it caught my attention as a a distraction avenue, if you will. But I for, like that distraction avenue. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> and I think the the reason the PlayStation era is so pertinent for me is. 
um, there was a, a an RPG that came out called Legend of the Dragoon that has stuck with me as probably my favorite game of all time because it was the first time that I I saw what I thought was a truly emotionally driven story played out in a video game. Like it wasn't a case of I was playing a game, I was experiencing emotion that I normally only really can infer from reading an actual novel. Mm-hmm. And it just, I remember that stuck with me that it's not just about, you know, kind of playing and burning time that there is an emotional attachment that can exist with some of these, uh, um, these games that we experience. So, and I think that's even more so true today than ever. Of course. Story writers nowadays are so great. I just capture an emotion. <laughs> it's amazing. I love Absolutely. it. What was the name again that had that great story that just <laughs> got you? Uh, Legend of the Dragoon. So what was it about that storyline that really caught you? Um, it, it, was, it, was, it was very unique because it came out around the time when Final Fantasy VII was, that was the, uh, that was top tier right then. I mean, yeah. a lot of people referred to the game as Final Fantasy 7.5 because it was very much in key with it. But I, I'd say the three things that I always look to when somebody says, why should I play this PlayStation 1 game that nobody will remake, uh, please, please remake it. <laughs> if anybody hears this, please do. Uh, one is you 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 get an actual raw experience of somebody that left home when they were young. They, they went off to attempt to complete a quest or a goal. Mm-hmm. They come back home and everything that they knew when they left has, has been shattered. And so the story... Um, takes place of somebody that has come back as a young adult to a the world that they knew is not there anymore and they they go through this journey of trying to one rectify everything that they grew up with but also trying to learn from it mm-hmm. and through the journey you you learn of the main character and everybody that's involved is you it gives you this experience of that while personal growth is important, the ability to succeed in the game is dependent on your ability to work with others. And I think it was a very good example of teaching early on the power of not just your personal growth, but how your personal growth can be 100% connected to growing others around you. And that just, that stuck with me very, very, very hard very early on. Uh, The second piece is it was one of the first games that I thought really tried to promote diversity that it really focused on different cultures integrating with each other it, it it dealt with strife with famine with things that are real world struggles that really you didn't see in that day that day and age um and then three probably probably the most important piece it was one of my first experiences that while the the story starts out as a tra- traditional hero saving a princess it turns into so much more it turns into so much more than just what the staple was at the time so if anything else it also promotes equality at least that's the way it felt to me at that time which is weird to say that a panda cub that was what's important to them but it's been it's been with me since i was a youngin so (laughs) (laughs) how old were you when you played the game Oh man, I, I it would have been in the teens. It would have been oh, okay. very, very. I'd say thirteen to fifteen. Not, not, not very old. So you feel like some of those emotions that you experienced in the game, they kind of carried on in real life. Very much so. It it is definitely a medium that I um that I always promote. That if you if you ever get to if I ever get to a point that I feel like I need something that is 
uh, like if I ever feel just overly bamboozled, I need something that I can go back to that is a dependable, this is a place I know that can set me back on the right path. That is a game that I can play through and just feel like everything, the reset, reset button's been hit. That's amazing. Thank you for sharing that, that man. Sense. No, yeah, yeah. It makes perfect sense. Yeah. I love it. Like it's the way you're describing that game reminds me of lot like my like one of my first uh RPG experiences was Final Fantasy X on PS2. Yes. That was such a it's still like to this day is my one of my top five games of all time, personally, for me. Okay, not for the world. For me personally. We'll throw it's that top out five there. for me. You're among friends on that one. Yeah, so it's so yeah, so you understand the story. Like I definitely understand where you're coming from. Basically just wow, so much emotion in a video game i never knew this this existed <laughs> in here it's so amazing Where did man this water come from? I don't understand. <laughs> that's funny all right professor Pena. so the first segment we're going to get into is your character creation so with okay. every video game there's always a creation of your main character and that is you sir so we're going to go through a little journey of who you were and how what everything happened to bring you who you are today so let's start off with your name professor panda why that name <laughs> I, it's, it's so interesting, too, because I think I, out of every question that we get from folks coming in, that's probably asked more than anything else because it's two mm. worlds that have no correlation to each other. Mm -hmm. And I think there's an expectation or at least an assumption that comes with both of those. And, and I, I don't represent either of those. So it, it's this weird mesh of why. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the, way, the way to explain it is... Uh, yeah, I know, I, I know Nick. Sorry, I was watching chat. That's cool. Um, to, to answer your answer your question though, is um, the professor piece. So in in college, one thing that I I didn't realize um, until much later is the way that I seem to learn and retain information is by reading material, translating it, and then teaching it to others. That is the way that I I, I have learned that I I learn by teaching others, which is a very strange methodology because i've never heard of anybody doing that before mm -hmm. but so what i what i would do is um for after hours and like coffee shops and stuff like that after instead of folks uh, uh a lot of folks in our our kind of core group instead of like paying for tutors we would go to a coffee shop and i would basically have prepped the material and taught it in effectively panda speak. This is this is how I understand it, which is it's 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 simplified and it's to the bare bones of what I need to know and how this this works. And that became a very poignant thing that I did throughout most of my uh, college experience. And so from that, the nickname Brofessor came from because I was I was the I was the bro you came to if you ever needed to know something. When even paying for tutor uh, a tutor, they just couldn't under put it in in terms that you would understand. So mm -hmm. it's just a nickname that has stuck for for really a long time for me. And I've just kind of I wore it like a like a badge of honor i guess nice. <laughs> it makes me very happy because it it, <laughs> it was it's a it's for me it's it, it's a reference to uh helping others grow because that is what's important to me yeah um and the the panda part of that is much simpler but also um it's it's silly but it makes me makes me a happy panda um a lot of people think because i i'm i am a big fan of pandas it's just that's just the reason why but it's it's the the main reason is my sweet little bamboo or my fiance who's actually i think i think she's with us as well vexada um in early yep, when here. we got to get 
Excellent. <laughs> um, when we uh, when we got together early on, one of we have a lot of pet names for each other, and and one of the <laughs> names that she gave me early on was was her her panda. So with that just that's something that I just I, I also wear it like a badge of pride because she's she's my main source of inspiration. So being able to represent myself in a way that that ties back to her makes me the happiest panda I could be. The big cuddly bear. <laughs> yeah, yep, she said. Yeah, she said. <laughs> so people that are listening through podcasts, uh, his wife actually just put in the chat. He's a big cuddly bear. <laughs> That's adorable. That's adorable. Well, I'm happy for y'all's relationship. It seems like she's doing a very good job. As happy as you are. <laughs> no, yeah, hundred percent. I, I, I uh, I'm, I'm humbled by her. She's making milestones much, much better than I am for sure. Damn. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you. Successful relationship, sir. You're truly blessed. Uh, I want to go back to when you said uh, you, when you would take an information, translate it, and then teach it. What did you mean by translate? So one one thing that I found because uh, I do a I was I was in very technical kind of studies, um, in in a in a field that that really at the time it's information systems. So it's 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 an area of like that there's there's a baseline understanding but the entire purpose of it is trying to help people that need technology put it in a way that makes sense to them that mm-hmm. for, if you are somebody that doesn't understand how to use a computer or how to use an application or a phone how can we make it so you understand it better that that was the entire concept which is still something that we're still trying to understand every day cuz we wouldn't need tech support or 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 help <laughs> or you know help support if everything worked the way we we needed it to yeah. so using that as a base concept what i would do is so let's let's say we'll take chemistry as an example I'm not a chemist. I, I don't know what the bamboo, a, a this element from this one is, but I needed to understand it to be able to. So what I would do is I would take, I, I would take the material. I would read through it and see what they're, where they're coming from and what we need to know. I would translate it to say, okay, well, this is what's pertinent. I need to know that this is a, this is an important chemical reaction because of blank. Uh, this is what we need to know. This happens because of this. For example, and then I would use kind of real world examples to tie it back mm-hmm. because the one thing, the way that it helped me understand was not that I need to know that A plus B equals C. I need to know that if, you know, it's the, the old, the old running examples of if John had three apples and Jane had two, you put them together who ate the apples. Like, like putting it in that concept is very much the, um, is the way that I would translate. And then I would use that as a way of when I met with somebody, I would teach it in that concept. Mm -hmm. And then as I got to know the person and understand where their mindset was and what was relevant to them, I would translate it that way. So if somebody came from an area that, you know, really um, gaming wasn't their thing, then me using gaming metaphors didn't make sense. So Mm -hmm. I needed to understand what was relevant to them and I would put it in that perspective. So if you were a musician, everything would be music based. That that sort of thing, if that makes sense. Yeah, you would adapt to their lingo and their their way of understanding because of course everybody learns differently. But you would understand Absolutely. that. I would That's try that? my bamboo best too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I can't wait to get to those stories. But before that, let's start from the beginning. So where are you from? Okay, originally from Tennessee. The Midwest. Okay. The I'm Midwest. Ar- yeah. I'm originally from Indiana. 
Oh wow, there you go. Yeah. Just just south of you then. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, I'm gone now. I'm in Texas now. I had Florida here, so. Oh, uh, so, so you understand? Yeah. We got away from the snow. You got it. You uh, got uh, it. <laughs> how was your experience with the snow over there? Um, I, if if I had to be completely honest, I always thought that was the most peaceful time I I ever saw outside. Snow to me represents so very much in terms of calmness and. And because it is, because snow in itself, and I realize this is probably a little bit more extensive than what you were wanting, wanting, wanting an answer for. But no, I've always fine. seen, I've, I've always seen snow as a, as a medium of, a lot, a lot of people see snow and think of dead because everything, everything dies in the cold. But but there's a beauty to it because mm -hmm. the cycle of snowing effectively gives the opportunity for for fresh plants to grow when that cycle comes back and it just it's always a beautiful sight to see the stillness that happens with when it snows outside mm -hmm. uh, because nothing's moving things are are less busy it was just moments of stillness so i always felt like when it snowed you you, you had an opportunity to almost like it's like the world got a chance to breathe so it was always true for me. It's actually one of the things that I really miss sometimes is not not having those moments of stillness. Because in in Florida, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> but, Can only imagine. Uh, yeah. So that that's that's kind of to answer your question, probably in a much more elegated way. <laughs> yeah. No, please feel free to be as elegant as you want. Is, I'm I'm here to I'm here to learn about you, sir. <laughs> so be explaining in that way, please do. So how was it growing? How was it like growing up in Tennessee? It, it was interesting. I, I will I will say um, we we've been in in Florida for a few years here, and 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 I, I all things considered, I, I enjoy different experience because in in Tennessee and growing up in Tennessee, one thing that that really surprised me um, about it is that it's 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 not very modern, but it's it's purposely not modern. So everybody still has this concept of, you know, like a town working together, a town growing together and like mm -hmm. keeping things kind of small, kind of like small townish. But then going to places like Memphis and Nashville, you see these big booms of of not not just technology, but diversity and equality. And it's just like it, it made me so happy, especially in, in 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 Memphis, because you just go into this boiling pot of different cultures and experiences. And it's it's just it's it's beautiful. So I, I think growing up in 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 more like smaller towns, I didn't really get to see the beauty of that that exists in that area. But when I went to school and got a chance to live in areas that promoted diversity it just uh, i wouldn't trade it for the world so okay you have any siblings uh yes have a uh, older sister and a how's how's your relationship with your siblings growing up oh fine it was very interesting because being being the 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 middle panda cub it was always it was always this weird place of we 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 used to we also laugh because um there was you could almost divide the emotional spectrum between us because uh with my uh with my sister she she was much more of the extrovert the extreme emotion mm. with my with my younger brother it was very much the opposite extremely introverted and then with me i i was this weird I, I was I was neither like I mean right now I feel like 
I am very much a, uh, I, I am an energizer panda bunny that just, it just, I kind of keep going and I love, I, I, I get inspired by talking to others, but at that age and growing up, it was not the case. I was very much just, I, I was, I was neither introverted nor extroverted. So it was very interesting. So it, it made us, it made us interact very weird because we didn't, we didn't know how to talk to each other in a sense, <laughs> but, but overall, other than that, it was, I, I think it was okay. Did they, uh, were they also involved in gaming? Not necessarily at first. Um, my, my sister was, was never her forte. Um, mm. she was very much, um, uh, she was much more into, um, social outings and things like that. And my mm. younger brother, um, because he was so introverted and because I was in gaming early on, it was easy for me to introduce it to him. And that became a, a major facet for him. Um, it also became a very easy way for us to bond because mm -hmm. it was it because again that is a medium that I've always felt is if you if you can't speak to each other directly you can speak you, there are other mediums you can utilize to talk to each other and and co-op gaming or couch gaming better said was one of those <laughs> couch gaming I like that yep. <laughs> well how was how was the uh, how was gaming introduced to you oh wow um so i think the i it's actually a very very uh funny it's it's a very silly story but i'll never forget we um uh we were uh one thing that we were a big fan of is there were like um uh, I, I don't know the uh, the the correct name for them but uh they they were shops where there were families that would buy stuff that people were throwing away and they would refurbish it and basically they would sell it out of their home so it's kind of like the concept of a um like a resale uh, garage sale like, type deal sort of that but but more more like an actual business thing and it's very it's very strange it wasn't something i've seen anywhere else but that was really mm -hmm. big uh where we were growing up and uh i i, I remember that uh that's where i first got introduced to a lot of things like comics i mean my first comics were found there I fell fell in love with the concept of that my first fiction novels they came from there like it was just that was a uh, a bastion of just i never knew what i was going to find um and uh one thing that was there was uh one was an old super nintendo and and that was how i got introduced to to that becoming a strong interest and then and then go and then the rest is history in that regard um but the second was an old just an an old like dell pc that just it was it was not working it was it was busted and i took that home and and when i was when i was a panda cub i i would I refurbished it and, and got it working. So I actually, at a young age, I had the opportunity to experience PC gaming as well at a very young age as well, because that gave me that avenue to, to do that as well. So I would say this, that was, it was, it was almost not necessarily a, a pawn shop, but it was like this shop that gave me these, these gems that have become a constant part of my day to day now. Yeah, it's a very interesting business model. I've never, I've never heard of it. I wonder if people still Me do either. it. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. It's, I don't know how, I don't know how money was made from it. But I just, I, <laughs> I I'm always thankful because. But you're always there Nintendo. to give them your money. Yeah. So you got it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> so you said Super Nintendo. What games did you play on there? Oh man. So, um, as mentioned, Mega Man was probably my my first really really big go to. 
Um, Mar, I, I was, I was a Mario Panda. I love Super Mario. A Mario um, Panda, nice. Yeah, I, I was a big, big fan of anything that that I could get my hands on, um, on, on Nintendo side as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, Super Ghouls and Ghosts, you name it. There, there's very little I think that I probably didn't at least try at least once because I, I never wanted to make an assumption that a game was bad. I always wanted to at least give it an open and honest attempt, and if mm-hmm. I didn't like it, I, I moved on. You know. Yeah, but why Mega Man? <laughs> so it, it's very interesting, and, and I've I've thought about this as 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 goofy of a panda that I am. I've I've actually gone back and thought about it because I never understood why Mega Man itself like was such a a memory for me and such a nostalgia. Um, and then I realized that there was something, and again, it's just like Legend of the Dragoon. I, I'm I'm a wordy AF panda, and I just for some reason. I can't help but infer a deeper meaning on anything that I do, as silly as it is. And uh, what I, what I, the best way I can answer that is, I think Mega Man was was poignant because I the the one thing that you learn through Mega Man is you, you come from somebody that effectively is is built to do a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. And through any of the Mega Man games you have, you are you are defeating nemesises and you are gaining something from them. And so uh, the way I look back on it, it was almost a way of teaching me that if you're ever faced with a quote unquote nemesis, which is, you know, your self-doubt or something, an obstacle you feel like you cannot cross, defeating that, not only does that help you move forward, but you gain something from it. You, you, mm-hmm. you will always pick something up by overcoming an obstacle. And, and the important thing about Mega Man is every time that you fight something, and you gain you gain an ability it helps to counter another so the more you grow the more you accomplish the stronger you are at defeating other obstacles that get in the way so it just it was almost like a way of me being able to know that you know no matter how tough things may feel moving forward regardless of how of, of how you move forward um you're only going to be stronger at the end of it so it's a beautiful concept of mega man <laughs> I know. I, like I said, I, I, I can't explain it. It just... <laughs> that's like, how, that's... how soon, how quick did you, like, come come up with that philosophy of Mega Man after playing it? Man, I, I honestly, it probably wasn't till my paradigm shift that a lot of this really started coming coming to, to, to fruition for me. Because it might have been there early on, but everything was permit for me. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I, I probably... It, it probably was early on, but I probably couldn't have verbally kind of put it together um, till at least uh, midway through college, I would say. Okay. Well, we'll get to that paradigm shift here later yeah. on in the show. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, so we, all, we spoke about your relationship with your siblings. How were your relationship with your parents? Um, it was, it was interesting for sure. I, I would definitely say that... Um, it was it wasn't anything that was was normal, I would say, because it was it was definitely a split household. So it was not anything that um it it, it wasn't it wasn't even in, in a con I I knew that they were there and I knew they were they were trying their bamboo best to to support me, but I don't know, it it was it, it I look back on it now and it does it does make me laugh sometimes because it was a case of I I never really felt 
that we had an established relationship together till much later on uh when when uh, when i was a panic cub because they were they were definitely there and they were apart but it wasn't anything that i ever felt that was needed because i i was always in this mindset of of i'm walking on my own i'm moving forward on my own so it was it was a it was a very it was a very different relationship than most but um but yeah, so I I would say that uh uh the the grandpappy panda for the panda nation and papa panda for me, um he's solid. He's he's definitely solid. We uh um we we still have a pretty active relationship now. So when you say a split household, like mm-hmm. you said, you guys you guys knew each other existed in a sense. But what do you mean that? I'm assuming your mother. What do you mean she didn't really support you? Well, I would I would say um, it, it it definitely there was there was a lot of emotional distance, and I think that was one thing that I I very much lean on and and am, and am grateful for gaming for what it did for me because it I think where I didn't have that initially established early on be, uh, from that kind of parental relationship, mm-hmm. it was an avenue to help kind of educate me on that because that was, and I've mentioned the paradigm shift as well. And we'll, I know we'll talk about that a, a little bit later as well. It wasn't until then that I really understood who I was and what I could do. Um, it was very early on. And, and as a result of, of that, that is kind of a strange relationship it it made it where it was not till many many years later that i i felt like i even had a voice of my own because mm-hmm. it's and and i know many that may be watching as well may also be going through some kind of you know depending on regardless of what age you are you know being in a household that you know mm-hmm. either be it with divorced parents or split whatever the case may be you know there there's always emotional i don't even want to use the term trauma but it almost feels like that when you're in the situation and if there, there's anything i could say to that is you know ne- the the one thing you never want to do is make it feel like it's on you because it's mm-hmm. a very easy place to go to mm-hmm. um and and i think if there's anything i, I learned from that it, it would be that is it's very easy to feel like you in in a situation like that going on, you feel like you don't matter or your voice doesn't have as much weight, but it's in those situations that I would say your voice matters the most. If there's anything that current Professor Panda could say to Panda Cub, Professor Panda, that I didn't know at the time that I had to learn later, it was just because you, you are not feeling emotionally um, taken care of doesn't mean there's something wrong with you. If that makes sense, if that answers your question as well, I realize that we're kind of on a bamboozling tangent there. <laughs> no, it's fine. Don't ever feel bad for going on a tangent. If it's a problem, trust me, I will stop you. I appreciate that. <laughs> that is that is that is appreciated. <laughs> um. So, how did you? So before the paradigm shift and all this, while you yes. were going through your teenage years and childhood, how did you interpret in your head emotion? even though you were lacking the emotional support from those where should have given it to you? Like, how did you handle that? That's a really good question. Um, and, and honestly, there's a test. Um, the first one and probably the most powerful influence on, on my, my Panda life that I've had outside of gaming has been music. Music is mm. probably the, the biggest avenue mm-hmm. that I've ever had 
um, the joy of being able to experience because uh, I use I use learning music and not and just even listening to music as a very strong outlet early on. Because one thing that that I, I realize is that one thing that a, a really good artist can do, and this 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 isn't something specific to a genre. It can be hip hop, it can be EDM, it can be rock, it, regardless of what your medium is. When a when a artist is a storyteller, their music says so much more than even the words that are being said. Sometimes the music mm-hmm. itself, the instrumental, is so powerful. And and I learned early on the the power of that uh, depending on how it was feeling there's a genre that i could tie to i mean and and i think very early on a a band i will always credit as as growing up in the 2000s kid a statement as i feel this is <laughs> um but as a panda cub probably one of one of my immediate go-tos have always been Lincoln park Lincoln park was a band that that i learned two very important things from um, especially when I, I had the absolute humble pleasure of meeting Chester Bennington uh, once as well, even hearing it from him helped, helped infer that from me, is one, it was a band that was not supposed to exist. It mm. was hip-hop and rock collaboration, which at the time did, were, were very much siloed. They were, they were siloed, should not belong to each other, but they melded and they did it well. So it showed that you could blend worlds that didn't belong to each other so it, it helped me it helped me overcome a lot of the well i'm feeling i'm feeling up i'm feeling like an angry panda but nothing's wrong and i don't know why and that was a good medium that allowed me to vet a lot of that um and and i feel like music played a very big role in a lot of that trying to understand um i i'm feeling like this and i don't know why and music was a way to help teach me some of that. The the second the second big um, thing, if I had to if I had to tie it to anything else, because uh, I'm saving the most important for last for sure. Uh, the the second the second item I would probably tie to is um, actually not not gaming specifically, but social gaming, like the 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 era of multiplayer your mmos things that it actually took gaming and made it more national or even international scaling where and and there there's a lot of toxicity that exists around there and and i do Mm -hmm. understand that there's a lot of bad pandas out there but for me it was a medium that i had the opportunity to meet other other truly panda certified individuals that i still call friends today uh from an early age that just it was it was a it was a cradle that i didn't realize that i needed because it was a you a lot of individuals good bad or indifferent when they are behind they are behind the veil of the internet they their true emotion comes out and for bad pandas that's awful but for others and i think for really the majority of us that's actually an opportunity that people can be more vulnerable. They can open up and and just be honest with each other. And and I think it's a beautiful thing when that happens. Um, and then third, and and I, I give the majority of the credit to when Vex walked in, when 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 my sweet little bamboo, my fiance, because uh, we were we were high school sweethearts that have have continued. Um, when when we first when we first got together, uh, Vex kind of. Because uh, we were both coming from a situation that we had both had hearts broken, so we mm. really didn't know we we really didn't know where to move forward, and we kind of found each other 
at the right time to piece each other's hearts back together is the way that I like to tell it. And so she she taught me how to be vulnerable with somebody again. And that just that I will always give her credit. That's beautiful. Sorry. <laughs> Again, no, it's great. Panda, I apologize. No, no. <laughs> Stop. Don't apologize. <laughs> so it seems like, I'll just call her, was it Vexata? Uh, yeah, or Vex is fine. Vex? It seems like Vex is a very important part of your paradigm. How'd you guys Always meet? Always has been. Uh, in high school. We actually, and, and, and it was very interesting. We, uh, we had... We had basically known each other for years because we grew up, in but we just we had never directly interacted with each other, and and we had both come from uh, two two very very just just sad panda heartbreaking situations that happened, and I'll never forget it's and it, and it makes me laugh because when I tell people that I used to not be able to like you and I having this conversation never would have happened because I was so gun shy of talking to people at one point mm. that it just, I, I just, I was so afraid of taking that step forward. So with, with Vex, um, because she is more introverted than I am. People think that I was the one that stepped forward to like instigate our relationship and no, I will give her full credit because it was, it was just one day I remember, uh, she she walked up to me and she just handed me a note and she just left. She just booked it. I was like, "What?" I was like, "It just and and so I read the note and uh, it just it made me it just it I'll never forget because it was it was basically yeah no I, <laughs> uh, it was it was it was an introduction of basically who she was what she what she liked that she was also a big fan of the same music I was that you know she and just basically it was just her way of 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 really kind of just introducing who she was in her own way yeah um and uh, i just it, it i just it, i'll never forget cuz we we still have all of our our notes from uh from then as well i just i'll i'll go back and look at it sometimes cuz it makes me laugh because in one page she put so much emotion into it because she it wasn't something she normally did Mm -hmm. And just basically from then, what we ended up doing is uh, we kept a notebook that we would pass between each other in classes where we would each write a, a page long note, pass it to the other, pass it back. And that was our relationship for about a, about, I'd say maybe a month. And it was, it was like, this is, I, I, I knew then, and, and, and I'm, I'm always cautious to tell people that you never want to feel like, you know, cause, cause love is fickle sometimes. But mm -hmm. I just I, I knew I knew very early on this this is my sweet little bamboo. This is the person that I want to see succeed. This is the person that I want to be there to help succeed. This is this is the person that I uh, I I will I would love to go to the ends of the earth to try to to do what I can for. And uh, the the rest is history. We've just I've been very very humbled that I found somebody as wonderful as she is so early on. That's amazing. So you're mentioning that how much help you wanted to put into her life, see her grow and all that wonderful things. But what was it that what was it that she gave you? Oh, I, I uh, I'm glad you asked that because there there's actually there there's a lot that she's done that um uh I know she'll never take credit for, but I I will always give her for it. and the first one as mentioned uh from a from a very early time she she gave me 
confidence in others again. Because I just, I, I remember, and it's as, as much of a silly panda statement as this is, I, I remember that I was like, if there, if, if there is somebody that exists as wonderful as she is, the world can't, the world can't be as, as much of a, a, just a bad panda zone as I thought mm, it was. It, okay. it, it can't, it can't be this place that I used to see as, as, you know, I'm more pessimistic than optimistic, right? It just, it, it was a, it was a catalyst for me to really understand, to look at others in another light. And that, that is a gift that she gave me very early on. Uh, the second, um, she, she, she gave me something that I, I really, really didn't realize I needed. And that was, that was seeing somebody else that was willing to be vulnerable with me. And I know that seems very strange, but early on, I, 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 I was always so afraid of being vulnerable with others because it always felt like a, I would be a burden to somebody else because you, you never, you never want to feel like you're burdening somebody with your emotion. And, and I think very much that's the biggest struggle with a lot of mental health right now is that's the, the core of it. Mm -hmm. You feel like you were a burden to others and that's not true in any shape, form or fashion. But, but as a panda cub, that was where my mind was. But then I saw her being willing to open up with me and be honest and be vulnerable and, and let me know how she's truly feeling about things. And I had the opportunity to see what, when somebody's vulnerable with me, I, me being able to help with that, me being able to, to provide not necessarily guidance, but at least provide what somebody being vulnerable really needs, which is an, an arm and an ear sometimes, if nothing else, just to listen, not necessarily to speak. And it, it was very, it was just a very life, life-changing moment for me to, to be in that position versus, um, the the position I had been before, which is just nobody nobody cares, so why should I ever say anything, right? Mm -hmm. And and then probably probably the third thing more than anything else is she is she she has given me any ambition that I have. Like the the regardless of what we get into in this conversation, that the ability to even start content creating, the ability to ever try something new, the ability to keep moving forward at the core of everything what defines me today i will always say she was the foundation of because i i would not have the confidence to move forward if i didn't if i didn't know she was in my corner whether she's there physically or not that's saying you got this keep going don't 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 let don't let yourself be consumed by what you're trying to fight so you're blessed man <laughs> I am. I truly am. Bless. It's it's always interesting. Like, I know I know this is not really the best topic for most people. They're like, uh, relationship, ew. But <laughs> it's the 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 one of the biggest things that I that really stood out for me is that she was the person that she was proof to you that the world isn't so bad. Is yeah. what it makes like wow. Like good people still exist. So I hope people that are listening to this is that like how Panda said. Like if you feel like you're a burden to other people and you know life really has you down and you know due to unfortunate circumstances there's always there's always people there's people that care like there's an interesting quote i read in the internet is that uh strangers on the internet will care for you more than the people that you grew up with yeah 
So I mean, I mean, I mean, you grew up with you grew up with your wife, obviously, but you know, you're the exception. <laughs> but right. you know, it's it's, it's, a, just, it's a pretty good general just, statement. So, absolutely. I'm and, actually, and, and if, there, yeah. if there's anything, if I can, not to interrupt, my apologies. Oh, it's okay. uh, um, I always I always like to to put an asterisk because I I was very lucky that Vex when I did, mm -hmm. um, but I always tell folks is the the one strength that she and I have that I, that I feel like. Uh, sometimes gets gets lost in the fray because the reason I think she and I are so strong now, and the reason we have we have been together as long as we have, is not because we are so dependent on each other, but through this early on, we have found our independence. That mm. that in doing so, we are strong on both of our own feet. We just we 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 mesh so well together; it works. So I'll, I, I never, I never want somebody to feel like they're not strong enough on their own. And so when they look for somebody that they, they look for their own sweet little bamboo, you want to find somebody that you, that, that you, you want to care for and that, that inspires you the way she does me, but she is not, she, you don't want to find somebody that is your reason for existing because you matter in the midst of that. And that's where that fine line of where where love and and toxic love come into play so when i when i tell my story about how we're together because i could just spend this entire time talking about how amazing she is that's i will go ahead and put that on the table right now but i the lesson i always want to say is find somebody that loves you the way that you should love yourself that's the way that i try to always infer it because you should never ha have somebody that you are loving to fill a hole you should be loving somebody that is just making that's making your heart larger. If that makes any sense at all, no, <laughs> no, it makes it makes perfect sense. That's just that's just a nice gif. I like that. <laughs> Love it, amphibious. Good to see you, buddy. <laughs> yeah, somebody in the chat for the people that are listening. Uh, we had amphibious one in the chat. He put in a gif of just two pandas hugging. It's it's adorable. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing, man. Well, again, congratulations, uh, Vex. You. You've I applaud you and that you found this man even though you ran away from him at first it's cool that's cute it's cute i'm the luckiest well i mean nah. y'all can debate on that in your own time but exactly y'all exactly. <laughs> can debate that on your own time but i'm just saying both y'all are very lucky of course of course uh so we're in high school and you met Vex. You said you yes. meant you mentioned that you went to college, but before you get into that, was this before or after your paradigm shift that you went to the college? Paradigm shift happened in college. Okay, so you go to college. Why did you go to college? Yep. Um, I think the 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 two defining reasons for me was it felt like the only option, and, okay. and I always I always I always say that very often. A lot of folks that, and and I'm hoping those. That watching if you feel like this um I, if you're coming from this there's a lesson learned from it is that you feel like it's either you either go to college or you 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 are stuck that there mm -hmm. is nothing else to do if you don't move forward especially in a lot of households that are very found very foundational on that and while well i i will say i've been i i am humbled by what i've learned and my experiences through doing so it's one of many paths that are available. It's may not, not everybody necessarily feels the drive for that. Mm -hmm. uh, and that's completely fine. That that's not a defining form of success. It just, you need to know if that's your direction, if it requires it, 
then consider it that way but don't feel like that's the only avenue but for me i felt that at the time mm-hmm. and then uh two um i was i was in a place that i felt so so out of place sometimes because you know with with technology booming at the time and really um you know in 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 to it'd be to 20 2008 era like that uh, tech tech was really starting to boom at the time mm-hmm. and when you're in small towns the, it, it was always the last in line to catch up so i felt like if i wanted to be on this wave of of technology and understanding like what the future holds i i needed to go somewhere that i could go to school and 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 learn and evolve with it effectively so that's probably the the two main reasons why so explain the paradigm shift. Okay, my my favorite my favorite story. To always, I uh, again I, I there are folks that when when I meet them and I tell them I was one of the most introverted seen, they 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 think that I'm 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 goofing them because I realize I don't I don't necessarily come off that way, um, and so the paradigm shift I will I always tie as the reason, and so the paradigm shift. What happened was I woke up one morning and. It was it was it was a weird. It was just another day, and I, though I was in college, and and Vex and I were were we we were um, in a uh, effectively a long distance relationship at the time because she was still finishing up high school while I was in college. So we were not we we didn't have the same communication styles we did before. So I was in this weird mindset of you know where do I go from here? I didn't feel like I was happy in school. I, I just, I really had a moment of just, I, I will always say my saddest panda moment I've ever had. I just, I really felt the weight of the world on my shoulders. And I just, I don't know, it just, it it made me, it, I, I just, it was the day that I drug, I drug my panda paws the entire day. But on this particular day, um, I was, I had a communications class and we were expected to do uh, what's referred to as a call to action speech which is um, you have to pick a topic that you have uh, that you are adamant about. And the entire point of it, and different to every other speech I'd ever done, is you have to convince others that this is a topic that you should get behind. Not in the sense Mm. of this is important because of A, B, and C. This is the, if you need to yell, you yell. If you need to pound on the desk, you like find something that you that you really, really care about and convince us why it matters. And and I remember that I I chose it was it was it was such a bizarre topic for me because I was like, I realized what I was doing because in the area that that I was in, this was going against the grain for a lot of people. But it was a um um at the time there was a lot of that there was it was an era when a lot of the mindset was if you if you didn't necessarily believe a certain way or you didn't necessarily look a certain way then you you were not in the norm um and and the the concept of that it just it absolutely because this was my first taste of really seeing diversity at work where i was going to school because you had all of these international communities that were coming together working together and it just it just it 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 was it made me such a happy panda seeing that because diversity has always been a very important part of my life as Mm -hmm. mentioned with you know with my experience as silly as as the reasoning for it the legend of the dragoon taught me early on that regardless of who you are 
that it should never define anything other than just that we are we're all pandas at the end of the day right mm-hmm. and um the person before me um they did a speech on um effectively it was something i, I don't I, I don't remember the day because most of the day i because I, I blacked out after the paradigm happened um but they they did a speech almost counterintuitive that basically like um something along the lines of like traditions are more important than like traditional marriage and things like that not not to not to get into specific specificity to 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 derail the conversation but it was something that i i very much was was not i was countering the point almost uh wholeheartedly and so i i sat and i listened to this and and i just i remember i was like i i can't do this i i, I cannot do this i i should not speak i should not um, I shouldn't say anything. I just, I remember these hesitations started to build up that this is, this is not my place to say this. I, I'm just me. Why am I the one that's going to try to take on this voice? Right. Um, and I just remember I went up there, Bruce, oh no, buddy, sorry. <laughs> the, <laughs> Bruce. the little cat, cats maybe come to ha- hang out with us. <laughs> um, but I, I remember that I, I went up there and I just, I, all, all I remember is that I, I took my speech that I, I had planned out, I I wrapped it up or I, I I crumbled it up and I just I threw it and I just started just bleh, like it just I just I, all I remember is that these this wave of emotion just absolutely just started just just pouring out of my mouth and just I, I couldn't refrain myself from just 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 being being poignant but being very factual of this is not okay. This is why. And just, I just, I remember like I, I was, I, I had a panda paw pounding the, the, the podium. I was like, I just, my entire body was just, just thrown into all of this emotion that I, I'd never experienced before. And it was, I just, I remember when, when I finished, um, you know, it was, it was very much, it was well received and it was very much a, you know, it, it was very much, I got a lot of backing as a result of it, which is which is good, but that's not the point. Um, <laughs> somebody, but the the more important the more important part of that is the. I remember that when I finished, it was almost like the old the old Professor Panda was almost like I I was a I was almost like a snake with a uh, with a skin that needed to be molted, and it just almost like it got off because. I remember I I left the classroom and it just, everything was different. I just, Mm. I I just, it was, it was such a shocking point that I just, I remember I I called, I called Vex after that. And I just, I talked different. I acted different. I just, I had this, this oomph, this, this uh, pep in my, my panda paw step that I was like, this is that my, you know, not that my voice matters per se, but that that I, I I shouldn't be I should never feel like I should be speaking on something that I believe is right again. Mm-hmm. And it, it just and from there I just every everything else is history. I I I was no longer who I was before. I was somebody that was adamant about helping others, taking that first step forward to reaching out to make sure somebody was okay, that I, I wanted to step up and make sure that others that were feeling the way that I used to feel, that they they had their voices held. So if it was lifting up others to make sure 
that their voices were heard, whether it was taking that extra time to to make sure that they they moved alongside me, not that I moved in front of somebody else. It just it became a strong passion of mine to to make sure that I, I was a voice that was helping. Uh, my, I was using my voice to make sure others could be heard louder, if if that makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. But what I'm curious about is, what was the speech that triggered you to get into this paradigm? What was the person so talking it, about? Uh, so more, more specifically, what what it was? It's it's such a it makes it's it's such a strange topic thing. But the the thing that got me so riled up, there was a a particular, um, which I, I suppose they're still around. Um, it was um, regarding a the Westboro Baptist Church, and it had become it was public news at the time that they had protested at a um, at a funeral, and um, uh, of a of a fallen soldier that had come back, and it was just abs- I mean, I, I'm I'm going to be transparent. What I what I personally find as very grotesque statements, things that I, I think should. Uh, just it's absolutely just bad panda statements that are not acceptable and it just i I remember it it was it was so infuriating to see people use a medium that's so good something like somebody's faith as a tool of of toxicity and and so blatantly that it just it it it, i just i I, like i said i i'd never had that kind of emotion blow up before and and I use it. I use my my podium to talk about how that you know, regardless of how you feel on the spectrum, there there are baseline foundations of what is and is not okay. And a foundation of this world should be that we we are all equal pandas. We're all pandas at the at the end of the day. We all deserve the same amount of love, respect, and and safety that that each one of us should get, regardless of who we are, where we came from, and what we do. That's always been foundationally for me. And the fact that other that there there are other there are other individuals out there that can believe otherwise, um, it just it, it just it it blew my mind. So my 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 call to action was that we we have to get to a point that we have to speak out against what what I would effectively call bad pandas, but really hatred. That mm-hmm. if there if there is hatred that exists in the world and there are individuals that are using platforms to promote that hatred, we we have we have to stop that. Um and that that was basically what my call to action was. Exactly amphibious, exactly. Oh sorry, I realize I keep uh, it's fine. My it's fine. It's fine. It's a habit as a streamer. It's a habit. It's Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, so my next question is: Okay, so you you believe that everybody should be treated as equal? Why do you think you had this all bottled up, and it took to that point for it to just explode from out of you? Probably, uh, um, probably two two main reasons. One. Because uh, one thing I, I want to say is the the perspective never changed. I've always felt that way, but it was the it was the difference in feeling like I had I I that my voice mattered. Mm-hmm. I, I guess is the way I would say that that I regardless of how I felt myself that um, that I I still had a voice, and at the time I didn't feel that way. That because of 
who I perceived myself as, I did not feel like my voice deserved to be heard. And and I, I realized that's where a lot of that of that came from. Um and I think just seeing something that I was so that was done and and was being treated as such a normal thing, it just it, it felt like that it was that moment of not no en- enough is enough right mm-hmm. and pro- probably the the second the second thing more than anything else was i it, it was I, I was definitely as i mentioned earlier in that day that i had hit a point that my that i was just dragging panda paws i i wasn't happy with with the where i was working i wasn't happy with uh with school i, I just i remember that I was so emotionally drained at not ever feeling like I I had those emotional attachments because Vex and I were together at the time and I had her as that medium. Mm-hmm. But w- w- the problem was, and this is why I mentioned earlier about you have to make sure that you're you are you have somebody that loves you the way you should love yourself because I was at a point that I think I really didn't love love myself. And, and when I say that it, it, it was a place of no matter what happened, it, I felt like it was that I was just there to exist at the time. And it, it was a very sad panda sentiment, you know? And I think those two things, uh, those two things coupled with, um, just, just having a platform for the first time, even if it was just in a a, a college classroom, but having an opportunity that one person gave me an opportunity to stand in front of others and be heard, uh, and and be heard by what's uh, on something that mattered to me. I think those two things just that's what triggered it because once I had that platform and I was able to say something that I that that Professor Panda truly believed in, it was like I, I couldn't go back because I had a taste of being able to be who i was for the first time if that if if that makes sense yeah it makes perfect like not only be yourself for the first time but like fully just fully expressing who you are yeah for the first time and in such a dramatic manner i wish i was (laughs) i wish i was there i wish i was there for that it'd have been interesting to watch uh... yeah that's that's an amazing story that's i feel like again like I keep thinking about you know the whole Black Lives Matter movement. Like I feel like it did. Absolutely. Like that's what I keep thinking. It's like it's it's crazy how diversity can split us up more than it yeah, should. Yeah. Just because we are diverse doesn't mean we should be diverse. Exactly, and and I think just to add on to that, that that's the one thing in the middle is the most. I, I think is the the one thing that bamboo is that there there is a call for a debate for this because mm-hmm. to me there's not i mean the the statement is black lives matters and and they do that's that's the point and to say that there is a there there is a counterpoint to that that there is an argument reg- regardless of how you want to define it it's it doesn't make sense to me because at the end of the day the 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 point is trying to be made voices are reaching out to be heard and to to not to not have the gut instinct to to listen 
And that, cause that's what, that's, I think this would be such a different medium is if we, if, if there, if folks took the time to listen versus react and then, tr and then infer. Because mm -hmm. that's really where I think a lot of the problem is now, and the not just for what's going on right now, but the first time Black Lives Matter started up, every time that we've gone through this cycle, every single time, it's it's been the same cyclical experience of there there's a, an item that happens, there is, and as we've gotten, um, we've we've had one of the humble uh, one thing that makes me humble panda about technology is the only thing that's changed through the years is we have more ways of making sure it's recorded that it's visual that it is it's it's hard for you to deny it you know what I mean mm -hmm. and and I feel like that's that's the it's forced the conversation more and more the more visual it is and I I definitely am, am of the mindset of I think if all, a lot of this could have been avoided if there were there were individuals that had the ability to make change instead of just reacting and then inferring and then trying to band-aid would take the time to stop listen and make sure that foundationally we 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 are confident enough in ourselves to make the changes that are needed um regardless of what they're going to look like because it's not going to be easy because they're foundational changes but yeah. just because it's foundation doesn't mean it it can't be changed. Well, we're definitely seeing the change now. Yeah, I, I'm. I, I would agree with that, and I would. Uh, if there's anything that I always like to point to, especially with um that that look at what's going on, and they they're like, I I can't believe this is happening now. I, I always like to use only because again, because I, I I'm I always joke that I'm a panda that wears many hats. So I'm gonna I'm gonna put on my, my history panda hat for a second that I always like to point people if you want the perfect example of why we're seeing the reaction now that we are, I say all you have to do is look at what happened um during the Vietnam War. It it was a it was a thing that was so separated from from everybody in their homes until it was something that was live on television. When 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 people saw what was going on, they that it was not something that they could just turn their head and be neutral about. That they could actually see what was happening. It changed the mindset of 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 the country, and and it's it's. I think that's why I always point to technology being such a foundational institute of our progression in this fight. Because mm -hmm. it, the the more that we have it visual and the more we have it that you you can't turn your head away from this, you know that it, it that's that's how that's how change is made. And regardless of how that that reaction happens, I just I just I feel like we're at that same point that we were years ago, even for a different purpose. So all right, history hat off. <laughs> <laughs> no, I like people need that's another thing too people. People need history lessons, man. People are like, I can't believe they're acting the way they're acting. Be like, do you not understand what the fuck these like they, they went through? You know, like exactly. Like, That's it. All it takes is just a little bit of research. Yeah, just a little bit, just a little bit. It's, <laughs> just a little bit. It's crazy, man. All right, so as we digress, uh, you are in college. Uh, yes. Did you stay? Did you graduate? Did you drop out? What'd you do? Uh, I I did. So I I finished up. I finished up school. Um, I was, I was, it was, it was interesting. It, it, everything up until really 
Um, and it's, it's silly to say it, but really when I started creating content on here, everything had been extremely streamlined for me where mm. while I was in school, I, I got an internship. So when I finished school, I just continued in the, uh, in the job and the career path that I set me on while I was in school. And then um, that, that career led me to Florida. And so I, I just basically, I, it's, it's been so interesting that I just, I always kind of knew my, my path of what I wanted to do and where I wanted to go. And uh, that's kind of what led me up until the point that I started, again, I started creating content on here. That was, I'd say that's probably the second paradigm shift that happened. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so I, I finished up school. I, I went there. I went on to get my um, master's shortly after that. And again, just kind of continued down that, that path that I, I thought that I was, I wanted to do. Um, and then here we are now. So and then here we are now. <laughs> yeah, I see you in the chat, guys, uh, mentioning that the mic is cutting out in and out every now and then. Uh, yeah, oh no. it's fine. Yeah, uh, it's just internet things. It's how it is. We can't control the internet. It happens every now and then, y'all. And one thing I can try to do to help with this as well. See, like, it just did it right now. Let's try this. How about now? Is that better? Let's just do a quick test, see if everything's smooth. Hopefully it doesn't. <laughs> All right, so what I'm going to have to do is just hold the push to talk button, and uh -huh. hopefully that, that keeps it from not stop from stopping from picking up. Okay. <laughs> Sorry about it that. Could, that could be it. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. so far so good. What's uh, up, Krampus? Welcome to stream. Uh, yeah, so graduated college. Um, how did you get into streaming? Yeah, <laughs> good question. Okay. Uh, uh oh. Oh, uh, Vex. Good to know. Apparently, we're having some. She's seeing some lag on our side as well. So, hopefully, we're better now. Um, yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I'm just. I'm literally holding a button down. Hopefully, that will. <laughs> that will. That will keep us active now. Um, but yeah. So, streaming. I. I. I was um, warn. Warn folks that that I. I always do lists. So if I ever give give topics like that, it's just. It's, it's how the, the bamboo brain works. I apologize for that. But mm -hmm. so the um, the things that got me into streaming, um, there's always three things that 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 I that I've started to point to. Um, one was um, there's a there's somebody that I, I co-stream with, and it's it's a dear friend of mine. His his name is Fate Walker, um, and Fate used to stream on um, on Twitch and and moved over to Mixer. He, so he currently streams on Mixer here, and um, when and I, I I'll be completely transparent. The whole the streaming world is something that I'm still very new to. It not even just as a streamer, but as a watcher because I just mm, okay. I'm not sure why, but I just I never made the time to see what the streaming community and streaming content was about. Um, so real quick, then, when you say watch, you're deeming like a consumer of streaming? Yeah, a, a consumer, yes, okay, better right. said. Um, I just, it was something that I, I'd never looked at before. Now, I will say I was a huge uh, a YouTube panda. That was, YouTube was my go-to for a long time. Mm -hmm. um, uh, and that that was was where I initially started before I started getting into the the streaming the streaming world uh, that I'm I'm in now, and so so fate was one that that I saw, I saw him doing it, and and it was very much an inspiration seeing somebody that that I I knew personally that that I I saw as as a true friend um, 
having the confidence to be able to do something like that. Mm-hmm. It just it was a real inspiration to see. Well, I mean, maybe because it always seemed like something that like you need to have X, Y, and Z, and you need to have all this stuff to be able to start. So it was just like, ah, oh, it's not nothing ever I, I'd, I'd invest in. So I'm moving on. But, but so that, that was, so he was one, the second, um, and this is going to sound again, I'm, I'm, I feel like it's, I'm a goofy panda for it, but uh, it's, it's me being honest. The second catalyst was tying to YouTube. Uh, there was a content creation group uh, called a uh, fun house uh, under rooster teeth. Um, previously inside gaming that I, I found myself just, um, there was a lot of their content that I just, I remember I, there's very few things in this world that made me just guffaw. And that was one of, that was a group that was able to do that very easily. And one of their main cast members, uh, Bruce green actually left to effectively become a full-time streamer on Twitch. Hmm. And so when that happened, I'm like, oh, well, well, I I want more. I want to see more of this. What exactly what what exactly is this? So I started investing time seeing what what it was about. And and it was it was different. It was very because, as I'm sure, you know, the mediums are are very different on on how how the YouTube world lives and how streaming lives. But Mm -hmm. I found myself very much enjoying it as a consumer. Um, and then the third, the third thing that happened was, and, and I just, being as transparent as I can, the announcement came about Ninja moving to Mixer. And, and as, as much as I, I, I am a humbled to be here, I also have to be honest. I did not know what Mixer was. Never heard about it before. Didn't know what Mixer was. And, and so when I heard about this move, I'm like, what, what's Mixer? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I I went to go and check Mixer out, and I I kind of started thumbing through some of the um, content creators here, and I, and I found an individual, and and I, I will always point to him as the the person that I was like, yeah yeah this is this this i I like what's here Uh, and there's a content creator by the name of norm Rhodes. uh that's another partner here on on mixer and uh norm was was probably the most welcoming individual i have ever had the pleasure of meeting for in terms of like just walking in for the first time Mm -hmm. uh because because i walked in i said hello he said hello back uh, I made a, a panda pun and he fell out of his chair laughing, but just like it just the the energy, the connection, the the relationship we almost instantaneously established mm-hmm. just from the conversation that on here. And I realize it's it's a it is a creator thing, but but I I will always say Mixer gave me the ability and and gave and welcomed that personality because he was a partner at the time. Yeah. So clearly Mixer wanted that represented for who they are. Uh, and those three things, I was like, I, I, I don't know why, but I kind of want to, I kind of want to give this a try. And, and then I, I just, I booted up one day with, uh, with, uh, and <laughs> I even, I feel, feel good. Uh, feel uh, bamboozled saying it. I had a, I had a lamp, Right over here, I had a, I had a, I had a desktop, a laptop computer, and um, I had a, a headset with a terrible microphone, and I booted up one day and, and just gave it a try. 
and you started on Mixer, like no Twitch, no nothing, just right on Mixer. Yeah, kicked right off on Mixer as my first attempt, and that was uh, seven and a half months ago. So seven and a half months, and here you are. Well, okay. <laughs> yeah. So before my next question, um, so is it because of him is the reason why you chose Mixer as your streaming platform? I I honestly there there's I would say that was probably a very big influence to see what what the mixer community was like mm-hmm. um the probably the the reasons i chose mixer is one um i seeing mixer for the the size that it was at the time and and what i saw i felt like what what i saw on twitch was a a very a a much larger pool that existed that i did not know if being a just a positive panda if that would flourish mm-hmm. over there because the the big twitch streamers that i saw none of them had the personality that i had and and that's not necessarily a bad thing that shouldn't detract somebody from trying a platform because go where you feel comfortable but it was something that it scared me at first um on on choosing that as a platform but when i saw the individuals that i started interacting with as a consumer on mixer i'd say 90 percent of anybody that i i talked to and that i engaged with it was welcoming it was it wasn't necessarily the the way that i i promote panda positivity of course but it was it, it was welcoming always i felt like i could engage regardless if it was your your uh the queen with over a hundred thousand your video game diva or even just somebody picking up for the first time i, I feel like it was very much you you always had a place at the table regardless of where you went yeah mixer's always been famous for that like it has such a great community not just the people yeah. but like the streamers and you made a good choice my friend yeah i'm, I'm very happy to be here <laughs> um um and and it's it's all, all that have been proven in these last seven and a half months is the 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 individuals that i have had the opportunity to meet uh everybody that's in the panda nation and and, and even folks like yourself that are are helping helping to to promote the messages and the individuals that you've had on this podcast already as an example um it's just it's it's proof that this is an engine that wants to see itself succeed and that that Mm -hmm. that's very humbling of course so uh, tell us about your road to partnership actually yeah (laughs) okay um so i i've always said and and i know i'll reiterate this um uh, later on as as well but my our our goal when i first set this out if, if i was going to give anything for why i do what i do it, it is to one try to promote panda positivity i wanted to make sure even if we had one person that that sat and watched for 15 minutes if that one person felt like a little bit more inspired about who they are as a person that they they just felt more uplifted or they felt like they could they could finish the rest of the day just a bit more uplifted then i i would consider that a successful stream that was that's been my intent from the beginning is just mm-hmm. trying to make sure that as many people as i could make sure that they know that they are better than than who they think they are they are they are their best self right and so when we when we started streaming 
um i i have two avenues that i, I will always say the my my road to partnership has been has been layered with one of them is um the the network that exists within mixer because i, I found myself so enticed to try to promote panda positivity that if i wasn't if I wasn't streaming to try to do it myself, I tried to spend time in other content creators' streams trying to help that person do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Because uh, not, not not from a not just a hey everybody make sure to follow that person because uh, that that's that's something I always usually kick off with like, hey if you're watching just press that heart let's do it right but also just to make sure that individual has. In, in the midst of whatever their routine is, if I can, if I could come in and just break it up and be like, Hey, have a bamboo filled day. You know what you're doing. You got this. You're a professional. Keep moving forward. Like just, just to try to make sure I could provide a spark, even as a consumer to that person yeah. um, is something I try to do. And, and through that journey, what I have found is that there were several several other partners and content creators that resonated with that perspective. Um, one of my favorite examples uh, of all time will be Poison Kill. Uh, Poison Kill was an individual that that um, I don't I was not partnered when I first met him, but uh, is somebody that also really focuses on. Um, uh, having a positive environment and just having an overall, just, just an incredible experience that when you're there, you're family. Right. Mm-hmm. And our worlds finally collided by accident. And it was just, it was such an incredible moment because I saw not only can you be somebody that tries to promote positivity, but you can do it. You can be genuine and mixer will recognize it because because poison was partnered as well so that was an inspiration to say just keep keep doing what we're doing and then all of a sudden we saw this just explosive growth out of nowhere we we would we would see these just absolutely un undeserved raids from norm roads and from all of these others that these communities that we were trying i was focusing so hard on trying to help like lift their community up that it just accidentally would tilt back on me sometimes. And that was never the intention, but it was just like, Whoa, wait a minute. This is not, you know, this is not why, why I'm doing what I'm doing. So it was just, it was incredible to see the community as a whole start to start to reach out. Right. Yeah. And then it was just like, we, we had, we, we had these milestones that we would set and we would, we would, we would make it not a professor panda milestone. This is a panda nation milestone. We we were growing together. We were making milestones, and all of a sudden we blinked and we were we hit two thousand followers. And it's like before we even hit six months, and it's like what what happened? Like it just it just we it just it was just this weird bamboozling moments. And I'm like I, I just I couldn't. I, I couldn't figure out how we were moving as quickly as we were. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, then I, well, I remember when when I went to apply for partner, I I obsessed with it for probably a week the entire weekend when I when I hit when I hit two thousand followers because I was like, okay, I've hit that mark. I, I should I do it? Should I not? Should I make changes before it? Like I was just I just I remember I, I was I was panicked and, and my uh, my uh, um and my my absolute wonderful um. Uh, well, two things. One, a lot of partners 
I reached out to and was like, Hey, I'm, this is me being vulnerable with you. I don't know what the bamboo I'm doing. What, 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 what do you recommend? Right? Like I wanted to make sure that I, I didn't want to apply knowing that I wasn't going to succeed. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the, the other, uh, the other thing was I, um, my, my, my community manager, my, 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 um, I reached out and was like, I, I I don't know what to do. I I really, really don't, don't know if I should, what we should fix. And, and we were, we were really trying to figure out what to do. And I just remember the, the piece of advice in the mix of all that, that I got was like, just, just do it. Like what, why, why do you feel like you need to change something? Mm -hmm. Like you, you, you've made it to 2000 followers and you, you've made it to where you are because of who you are. If you try to change that and then apply, you're not being genuine. You're not mm -hmm. being, you're not being who you are. You're trying to, you're trying to paint up what got you here to begin with. And I was like, you know what? You're, you're right. What, why am I obsessing over this? So I just, I just, I took a deep breath. I pressed the apply button and I, I stepped away. And I was like, we're just, I'm not going to tell anybody. I did not let anybody know that I applied. I was like, we're just, if they tell me no, they're going to tell me why. And I'm going to use that as a benchmark because failure is not a failure. Failure is success. Just telling you how to get there is the way uh -huh. I've always seen it. Right. So, and then here we are. <laughs> and then you got partnered. Uh, two days later. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was April fool's day. Yeah. That, that, that is fair to say. I should probably clarify that. Um, I got the news that I was partnered on April fool's day. I got the letter. Yeah. And I just remember looking at it and I was like, now I think I know mixer. They wouldn't, they wouldn't bamboo that, that. No, no. Like I just, I honestly, like, I remember I spent 30 minutes staring at the letter thinking about exactly. Right. Uh, I was like, this is this has got to be a joke because it was like the 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 turnaround time was just it was insane because I, I we were I was honestly expecting to say you have not grown enough and you're too young mm -hmm. um, as a content creator that 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 we we want to partner you right yeah and then just we got it and I was like oh um and so then April second and then it continued. So I knew it wasn't a joke anymore. So I felt a lot better. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, but yeah, so that's, uh, that's the story of partnership. Uh, congratulations on your success, man. <laughs> makes you. me, it, very... it makes, honestly, it makes me feel a little bit better about like immediately applying to that 2000 mark. Cause yeah. you know, there's always different, you know, people have different experiences and stuff, but wow. April Fool's Day. That's funny. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was like that's why I was like, I don't want to announce this today because people are going to think that I'm doing an April yeah. Fool's joke on because yeah. everybody was DMing me like, "Are you going to apply for partner? Are you going to do this?" And I was like, I just, you know, I, I, I didn't, I didn't want to set the panda nation up for an expectation mm -hmm. of it because it's not about getting partnered, and that's that's what I always tell. If somebody gets rejected that first time, uh, or regardless of when uh, that that's not a sign that you're you won't be it because they're giving you what you need to do to to get where they feel like you need to be right mm -hmm. and as you said it's different journeys it's just we it is a case of use that as just 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 do it because if 
who you are is going to be your best self. So yep. you should you once you hit that mark, all that does is you can vet that to say, hey, is who I am what Mixer wants to represent them, and their if they're going to answer is going to be yes, but you need to do this, um, and that just tells you where you need to go, and you keep moving forward from there. That's that's my perspective, at least. Yes, sir. It's a great perspective. Well, Professor Panda, that was amazing character creation. So you've had quite a journey. Yeah, I love it. I'm a very humble panda. It's awesome. Very, I keep smiling because you keep using panda references. So for the people, <laughs> so for the people that are listening, why do why do you keep doing panda references? No, that honestly, that's a that's a fair ref, that's that's a fair question because uh, when whenever I talk to somebody that is not like when I'm streaming, they I guess I don't know if they expect that the the bro panda and bamboo puns go away but they don't it just it is it is very much a just a genuine part of my core and, and to answer the question <laughs> uh and it always throws people off because they're expecting like okay it's just a normal dude right and it's like no who you get is is who i am yeah. but to, to, to answer your question um I, what i have found is that there is there was an old trick that i learned early on that that just makes me the happiest panda, which is when you are talking to somebody that is, um, uh, if you're if you're if when you're talking, it's it's a it's a uh, way of communicating that I learned early on, is when you're talking to like panda cubs and you're talking to or somebody that thinks differently than you are. Mm-hmm. So a, a trick that can be done is instead of using your words or using their words you you come up with something that connects you both together come up with with a a language that almost both of you connect and 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 a lot of there's a lot of studies that twins do this as well that there are things that connect them that are you know in like inside jokes right yeah that that things that only are relevant to them and they are things that they're great when you're a part of it but they're, they could be toxic when you're not, or you could infer that. So I, I use bro, panda, and bamboo puns as a way of taking topics that maybe have sharp edges or taking taking what is just a normal conversation and trying to throw you off on it because it, it, it makes me happy thinking of you're not you're not just awesome you're brotastic you're not just you're not just certified you're panda certified like just giving, <laughs> giving you a, a window of feeling that that you not only do you matter but you matter to me and this is the way that i try to express it if as as, as goofy as that may sound <laughs> not goofy at all I, I love it it's amazing like what Darth Vader says in the chat, I love the whole panda thing that he has going on. It just fits perfectly. It really, it really does, man. I love it so much. All right, Professor Panda. Well, that was your character creation. Now we're on to the next segment, which is setting your attributes. So with every character you create, there's always a set of attributes that you set yourself. So I'm going to name right. a few characteristic traits, and you rate yourself from one to five, five being the highest. Are you ready, sir? All right, let's do it. Also, people in the chat in the community, I do highly encourage y'all give your most humblest, respectful opinion to help be involved part of the podcast as well. So I, I, they know me more than I know myself, so <laughs> I agree. All right, so we're gonna start off slow. First one is gonna be curiosity. Ooh, and this is a scale of one to five. Is that correct? Correct. Yeah, I would say five. Okay, why five? Um, 
because there's never anything that I look at that I either don't ask why or what or what can I do? How how can I help improve it? Um, okay. Be it a situation, be it an item, or just just really anything in general is is I I never look at something and take it at face value. Um, not not from a trust perspective because I just I always feel like whatever the perspective is or wherever we are that there's always another layer. There's always something else. There's always room for improvement. And and I I, I find I gut reaction check those things. So that's definitely a five for me. Awesome. Grit. Can you define grit for me? Uh, able to persevere through hard times. Ooh. Um... I, I'm I'm I think on this one I probably would say five with an asterisk. The because the the five is for for personal for personal grit like things that are going on. Um I have I have learned uh I have learned that if, if it's something that's that is a personal strife on my own, it doesn't it doesn't really stop me. Like it, it, regardless of what I'm going through, good, bad, or indifferent, my my goal is to try to again help promote panda positivity. That's that's what I enjoy doing, making somebody else's day better. Mm-hmm. And so, regardless of that, I I just I I kind of wear it on the shoulders and I keep moving forward. That's just always been my mentality. The reason why I put an asterisk on that is there the one thing that always is an immediate like it it. it I will devote a hundred percent of my attention to is if I see somebody else going through something, like if I see somebody else that doesn't have a, what to put in this context, a high grit score, I immediately want to try to pull my points off and give to them like that, Mm. that it, that it becomes my attention to try to help uplift them any way that I can. Um, So it is, I say it's a detriment because it, it it becomes very I'm very sensitive to somebody else that doesn't have a high grit score. Um, but in doing so, I think that is that has taught me to have a high one myself. If that if that makes sense. <laughs> it makes sense. It's a good answer. Patience. I feel I feel like, oh, I just mm. <sighs> I, I I feel like I feel like I, I've uh, I'm bamboozling myself here, but <laughs> I, I a six a solid six. <laughs> I I would have to, I'd have to say a five on this, and the only reason I say okay. that is you could you could need days to do something that maybe only takes an hour, and I would I would I would wait for you until you were done. I I, mm. I do not succeed until we succeed. That's always been my mentality. Um, so I, I think that patience is something that, while I don't have a lot of panda pride for myself. This is something that I, I will always go to the end of the earth to say, I will always take time for you. So mm. that's, that's always been my motto. Nice. He's one of the most patient people ever you <laughs> met. Oh. <laughs> Next one. Stubbornness. I would probably say I would probably put this at a two or a three, maybe a 2.5. 
And, and the a three, okay, yeah, we'll say we'll say we'll say three. <laughs> and the, the reason for that is that my stubbornness is like I, I am always willing to change. I am somebody that comes to the table to say, I don't know the best way, but here's what I know. I'm somebody that is willing to grow and adapt as I need to. Mm-hmm. If if there's any stubbornness, it's probably on my virtues. Um, that like when I talk about equality and diversity and things like this, it's it, these are things that I will never waver from. And, and regardless of who it is, it could be something that I, I deem as somebody that that is at some point a close friend. Those things that I feel that are fundamental rights and things that are like if somebody goes out of their way to make somebody feel like a sad panda intentionally to be toxic towards somebody intentionally, uh, I am, I am very adamant that my gut reaction is that's not okay. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just, and there, there's, there are, there are, there are friend circles that have that kind of relationship. I'm not necessarily talking about that to a degree. I'm talking more of the, the visceral, the, I, I am intentionally trying to make somebody feel less than themselves. I have no patience for, for that at all. So I, I say probably a three in that regard. Forgiveness. <laughs> I had to give that a five because okay. I, I, I think you can, you can, you can do something. You can bamboozle me as many times as you like, and I will learn from that. I will adapt and it <laughs> I, I will i i learn i learn and i will teach myself to trust but verify but if somebody reaches out to me that needs help regardless of what they've done uh i will always take the time for them and i i i i don't know the concept of a grudge regardless of how it is because i feel like everybody has the ability to change just sometimes their stubborn score is a little too high that they realize it at first Vex says in the chat five to his own detriment sometimes. Okay, very makes much sense. So. All right, uh, spirituality. Oh, that's an interesting question because I, when when I when I when I think about spirituality, I see I, I have such a a broad spectrum of it, um, because I I'm somebody that tries like I, I am I am very much somebody that is. I am a, I am a, I'm a panda, a panda cub of philosophy. I love philosophy. I love learning and engaging. Like if somebody believes something, I want to know why. I, I want to know why they have faith in something. Not, not, not to be condescending, but I want to understand why they feel the way they do because that helps me understand what because i have faith in others that is that is first and foremost where a lot of my faith is and 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 my spirituality i think it it very much evolves from that because where used to i used to have no i, I used to not believe in others um i also i am now somebody that has i i will believe in you until until i have no breath to believe in anymore Mm-hmm. Um, and, and with that, I, I have found that I, that a lot of people resonate that with some form of spirituality. So I think for this, I would probably put myself at a, at a four, because I feel like myself is, I, I, I have so much faith in others that, that I think that is a reason that I keep moving forward in many regard. Um, and I think it's a good, I think that's a good category for that to fit in. If, if that answers the question. 
It does, but I have a yes or no question for you. Absolutely. Do you believe in higher power? Uh, I I do, uh, but I am humble enough to say that I I respect interpretations of it, but I don't. I I don't think that I have the ability to to truly infer what it is. Uh, mm-hmm. The way that the way that I look at it, and, and I realize you said yes or no, and and if you don't want to go far into this, that's fine. But the way that I always tell others is, I think it's not how you interpret it that's important; it's what you do with that. Mm-hmm. Um, I am somebody who believes that I believe that the world is altruistic at its core, and that bad pandas are not the norm; they are the outlier. And oh. so, what whatever whatever that interpreted is, be it is is. Christianity or otherwise, which which I, I feel like I lean on pretty heavily. Um, it's not about how you define what you believe in. It's it's what you do with it that mm-hmm. that defines you. So if you use your if you use your platform to talk about your faith, but you do it with the intention of inspiring others, I think that's fantastic. If you do it with malice intent, that is that's not okay. So okay, it makes sense. It, if that makes sense that I, I do believe yeah. it, but I believe it's not what you believe in. It's what you do with that. Mm-hmm. Your cat is gorgeous, by the way. Yeah, this is Bruce. Bruce. <laughs> I was waiting for him to come in. Uh, we call him Bruce because he's got a Batman cow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's such a gorgeous cat. I'm a cat person, so. We got three of them, so you'll probably see the other two at some point potentially in here. <laughs> Bruce likes to come in. He thinks the stream is about him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Well, the actually, let's do this. Next one is luck. <laughs> um, luck. Honestly, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna be completely transparent. I, I'd have to put this at a five, and the reason for that is. I no matter no matter what I've been through, no matter how I look at it, every morning that I that I wake up and, and I I you know I, you know I get ready for my bamboo breakfast, right? Mm-hmm. I I always immediately feel like I am so humbled for everything that I have that that at that the the people that are in my life, the the experiences that I've had, even when it's been the worst experiences. I'm 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 grateful for them. The the losses that I've had, I'm grateful for them. Um, I, I feel like everything that I've had makes me who I am. And if I was anybody else, then I wouldn't be me. And that would make me a really sad panda. So I think I'm the luckiest person in the world because I, I I'm me. It's a great answer, my friend. <laughs> and then there's Love Bruce. That ride <laughs> Yeah, right, stream. What's up, man? How you doing, bro? Thank you for the host, by the way. By the way, guys, for people that are listening, right, stream. He's a great streamer. He he's uh, he's he's actually one of the many people that Professor Payne was actually talking about earlier that shows a lot of love on the Mixer community, and he's out here showing a lot of love. So I appreciate Absolutely. I appreciate your host and everything, man. It means a lot to us here in all these communities. It's great. Love these too. We love you too, buddy. <laughs> we love you too. All right. So the last one I like to end this on in the setting attributes section is gratitude. Uh, but the reason why I like to do this last is because I would like to for the people in the chat to let us know why are you grateful for Professor Panda? Wow, oh. Professor Panda <laughs> is explaining his answer to gratitude. <laughs> um. 
gratitude for me, I that's something I think I I this is one that I think I, I hacked the system for because or a five to, to better answer the question because mm-hmm. I you could you could take the time to send me a message on Discord and say, Hey, how's it going? Simple as that. No, no intent, no, no, it, it could even be with an intent behind it to ask something, right? But seeing somebody reach out just to take two seconds of their day, regardless of the reason, I immediately feel like a humble panda because I feel like that person has taken some of their most precious resource to take time to interact with me. And that that changes the day's dynamic. That changes everything that's happened. When I when when we when I'm live with the Panda Nation, anybody that joins the Panda Nation, anybody that spends five seconds just checking in, anybody that that says what it regardless of their reasoning, it I'm I'm ecstatic just because the the bare minimum of taking some time to interact with me is is such a gift because mm. e- even even if it's a negative interaction the the ability that I've had the opportunity to learn and engage somebody is I'm grateful for because it's made me a better panda as a result of that regardless of how it went and I think that's why I don't handle the growth we receive very well because I'm always shocked by it. I'm like, we, I, every, every time that we get another follow, every time that we get another person that stops by, it's just, it, it's, it's that fresh reboot of, I can't say, believe somebody did this for, for the Panda nation. And it just, it makes me so thankful. So I, I, I this is, this is probably my greatest strength and my greatest weakness, I would say is is the level of gratitude that i have that's amazing man happy to hear that <laughs> so much grat. i mean like it's it's one thing saying it it's another thing feeling it and definitely with your words when you explain it you could definitely feel what you we could feel what you're saying and that's actually great <laughs> i appreciate it you're welcome and it's it's adorable how you just laugh it off too because <laughs> you because you don't know because you don't that know is, how to respond to it <laughs> as that is that is the default for sure <laughs> oh man okay so we created your character you you have set your attributes okay so real quick before we get into the next part darth vader in the chat says professor panda you deserve all the great things people send your way and more you're an awesome man hey you're too kind darth (laughs) (laughs) okay so you say created your character and then you already set your attributes and now my friend you're off to your main quest so what is your main quest in your life uh, side sidebar. I gotta say, I I, I want to stress again. I love this concept. I, I I want to stress how much I enjoy the format of this. So in case somebody hasn't told you, I, I love this. Ten out of ten. Thank you. <laughs> but uh, to 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 talk about the the main question, <laughs> right off the bat, uh, I would say the long term goal is to promote panda positivity. Um, I, the three things, any, anytime somebody joins the channel, I always say there's three things you need to know. If you ask about who Professor Panda is or what the Panda Nation is, um, it is to promote Panda positivity, to make sure that you know that we, you, I had to press the button, sorry, I uh, love you to <laughs> succeed in everything that you do and that we create a fun, hype, and safe environment. Um, to tie that into to goals the the way that that i've been able to infer that is 
um, one to promote panda positivity to as many pandas that are out there, uh, that there are a lot of individuals that it's not even a notoriety thing, but it's that they could, they could use that message to know that there's at least a person out there that's rooting for them, that, that they want that we are here to see you succeed. Um, and times are going to get tough, but having a beacon or a medium somebody can lean on when they need it, that's that's what I desire long-term, to be a bastion that people can go to if they feel like they need, if they need that booster shot of panda positivity, as I always say, that that we are seen as a medium that, that, that does that successfully. Mm -hmm. um, and I, if anything, I... I don't really think of long-term goals in terms of a growth perspective. So the what the only way I would I would interpret that is just that the Panda Nation continues to to grow and and be recognized for the amazing individuals that are a part of it. Yeah. I, I don't necessarily have to have that recognition, but I think they do because they're the ones that make it what it is. So that's what that would be my long-term goals. I would say. So you mentioned. I'm noticing a lot that you give to others more than yourself <laughs> yep <laughs> so so i would like to reiterate this main quest real quick uh oh okay what is the main quest you did so it's great that you want to have a you have great you have great main quests for others but what is the main quest for you oh man um well <laughs> that's a good question um for for myself personally, um, you you can see where my mindset is because I just it's I, it's that's always been my perspective is always outwards, not necessarily inwards. Um, mm -hmm. I guess if I had to pick a long term goal, is my my two long term goals personally is one to never not be genuine in this this um this journey um and what i mean by that is i i've started this this experience of content creation and streaming and we've seen an incredible amount of growth but one fear that i have is that i that at some point i trip up and i stop being genuine mm. i start i stop streaming for me i stop streaming for my 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 external goal i stop believing in myself to a point that I, I stop feeling like i'm i'm doing this for myself so i think a a way that i would interpret that for myself is that i a long-term goal is that i continue to see, we continue to grow and i personally continue to do this as me and and only me that i, I never give somebody less than who i am wholeheartedly if that makes sense and I would say the 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 second long term goal um, for for myself personally with this with the Panda Nation and what we're doing, um, if I could point to anything, it would just be that I I never I never use this. I I always create. I'm trying to think of the best way and infer that. Like I said, I'm good with talking about others but it's myself personally i get bamboozled i apologize it's okay uh <laughs> darth i appreciate that um but the uh I, I think if the the only other thing i would i would put to is 
that I never the the other long term goal is that I, I guess that I that I've created an environment that the concept of promoting panda positivity and what we do is is not a me thing. And I realize that's still technically external, but I think myself personally is. Um, I stress a lot externally about everybody that's in the community is what makes it so great. Mm-hmm. But I, what, I, what I want to see is I want to be able to build a model at some point that this is an engine that runs with or without me. And what I mean by that is I want somebody else that feels like they have the same level of inspiration that if they want to go out and let people know, you've got this, you can move forward. You, 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 I believe, I believe in you and they feel confident enough in themselves to do that. That that's what I would love to see that I've created an engine of creating other people to be their best selves and teach others to do that as well. That's probably the other long-term goal is to, to, to realize it that way. Uh, I hope that skids by the line enough that it's okay. <laughs> yeah, no, that's a great answer. You did a good job on that. <laughs> Panda Nation <appreciate> loves you. <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, see? It's a, it's a little... It's Because I can relate to you a lot because we're natural givers. And it's hard right. It's hard for us sometimes to be selfless, but in, in a positive way for ourselves. So I, right. I mean, I'm, I'm immediately catching like, okay, this guy's all about giving, but what do you want to do for yourself? And it's a little hard. <laughs> exactly. It's a little it hard. Is, it's really hard. <laughs> all righty, my friend. So you completed your main quests. Now, now here come your little side quests. So what are some side quests in your game of life? Actually, I, I, I love this. Um, I, I think the, the easiest short-term goal for me is to continue to, um, I want to make sure that, um, giving to the community remains a poignant part of what we do. Because one thing that I, I love doing more than anything else is, is, is giving back that when I am succeeding, that I am ensuring that, that others are, are, I don't don't want to say reaping the benefits, but, but I am, I am paying it forward to my bamboo best. So a short term goal that, that I always, and that will always refresh for me is that I'm always giving back to the community and to those that, that need it more than than I feel that I do. And that comes with a lot of like charity work or what what have now been translated into like charity streams and things like that. So mm-hmm. making sure that an active an active recurring existence of of giving back to the community is the one thing that I think I I personally need to continue to succeed. Cause if I feel like I'm at a point that I'm not giving back enough then I will I will start to feel like I am not doing enough. And then I'll start to I'll start to feel I'll start to doubt what I'm doing. So it, so that is something that's always a very strong part of what I what I personally want to see is to make sure that I'm always doing something regardless of what that medium, but it is it is paying it forward uh to those that 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 really that need it probably more than I do, that if that makes sense. Um, yes. Again, I realize I'm skirt skirting that line, but I'm trying my baby best here. <laughs> and uh, probably the other thing in this one is something that I stay very confident on is um, continuous improvements. Mm-hmm. It, it, I, I never want to feel like I I have become either monotonous 
or I have become repetitive in what I'm doing. Like it's, it's, it's difficult for me when I end a stream to not immediately go, okay, what overlay do I need to add now? Okay. What can I add that everybody would like to see next? Like making sure that we keep continuous improvements and enhancements to make sure that the engine of promoting Panda positivity doesn't just continue, but it stays unique. That is, that is something very important to me is to never stay complacent. And that ties back to what we talked about earlier with the character background of learning and then teaching to help others grow. If I don't grow myself, how can I expect to be able to grow others as we continue to move forward in, in this bamboozling experience we call life, right? Bamboozling experience, indeed. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So... Has that no more on the other side quests? Um, those are probably the two immediate. The the other one's easy, and this is this is it's technically not my side quest, but it is mm -hmm. one that I think is pertinent for this. Uh, Vex and I need to get married. That's at some point we're gonna get married. That's something that we we need to do. That is a very important side quest of ours. So because it's it's not an if, it's a win for us. We just it's yeah exactly. Except at some point, point. because right. we just it, it's a thing that. And this is gonna sound a little bit. Oh, oh, oh Bruce, come on now. <laughs> Sorry. We, uh, um, that with us, we've been together enough, and we are so, I guess, I guess, just passionate about each other that us, us getting married is more of a a stepping stone than it is a a commitment for us. As 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 okay. odd as that sounds. So no, it's, it's, it's us. Yeah, it's so it's something that we've we've had on our to do list. We've just not we've not done it yet. So, how long have y'all been together now? Uh, so August will be fourteen years. Congratulations! Thank you, thank you. <laughs> That's amazing. By the way, quick question: If Bruce had a superpower, what would it be? Ooh, um, justice, because he's Batman. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I love it. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Being as fancy as possible. Being as fancy as possible. That's awesome. What's up? What's up, Hit? How you doing, man? All right. Well, you completed your main quest. You even completed those side quests. Now, my friend, you have reached your final boss in your game of life. So, what is your final boss you wish to conquer? Um. It's more of a concept, but it's the only way that I can I I can interpret this, and that's defeating self doubt. Okay. And 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 it's when I when I say self doubt, I've I've learned in my very limited experience, um, and and for the individuals that I've talked to, um, a concept that I've become a very big fan of is the concept of being a wounded healer, an individual that has had an experience and they have reached out to others that that basically they can come from an, an area of experience as well so they are a healer that was wounded by what they are trying to heal mm -hmm. um it, it's it's such a unique concept to me i found early on and from that i found out what what it was very early on before i had my paradigm shift because when i call it that what did I shift from? What was the thing that I changed? What was that skin that was holding me back from being able to promote panda positivity like I do now? And what I realize is it's self-doubt. It is, it is the perception that you are not 
good enough to do what you want to do. It is the it is the self-inflicted barriers that we put on ourselves, be it from how we're raised, our experiences, or regardless of where it comes from. Um, but it's that that fear of failure that exists in a lot of us, especially in in current culture today. Um, and one thing that I strive to do when I say promote panda positivity is is that is a mechanism I hope to eventually defeat this final boss, which is when you wake up in the morning and you you try to figure out what you're going to do for that day, that those inhibitors that you have that are like, well, you're not good enough to do X, so you might as well not try it. Or, well, you know, you 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 failed at this before, so you better not try it again. Or, or, or those things that stop you from feeling like you are your best self. Who you are today is already you succeeding for just being you. And, and I, I hope one day to, to be able to, if not, if not myself, at least to create a medium um, that helps people overcome that and, and take out that boss. That's a great final boss to conquer. The self-doubt shark. That's what we, we call it sometimes. Yes. We've got to beat the self-doubt shark. <laughs> ah, so if a final boss was something, an entity, it would it, definitely be a it, shark. A hundred percent. I wonder what that I shark love would sh look I, like. Don't, don't get me wrong. I love sharks, but it is definitely a, a bad panda shark. <laughs> <laughs> of course. All right, my friend. You defeated your final boss, and it hits game over. What is the legacy or impact you wish to leave when somebody opens your save file? Uh, so when when that save file is opened up, there's there's two things I hope they see. Um, one is I, I want them to see that regardless of where you are today, that you, who you are who you are today is your best self, and you can go. That means you have the ability to do anything you can, that you put your mind, your heart, and your bamboo to. I want people to see the story in my experiences and know that it, you you do not have to be a certain way to do a certain thing. That who you are and who, what who how you are made is how you are supposed to be made, and your experiences are going to define that. And that that defining in what you decide to do should always be what you want, and you should never stop yourself from that and the second thing is i i hope they see the panda nation i hope what they see is a a group of individuals or even just again a nation in itself that is letting them know that they're proud of them for for making it to where they are they got to the point that they opened that save file and that is the first success of the day if you are here right now You've already succeeded. All you're doing is just building on top of that existing success. And, and I hope people think of that as they, they don't start the day as failing. They start the day as winning. And even if, you, even if you fall, that doesn't mean you've lost. Because remember, you're already winning. You're just, you're just building on top of that success. So failure is not, is not a loss. It is just a bump in the road on your continued success. And and I, I hope that they continue to move forward even one panda pot at a time as they see what was in the safe file. That's a beautiful safe file, my friend. 
I appreciate you, my friend. Of course. <laughs> I appreciate you coming through again, man. Thank you so much for coming on and sharing your your story, your save file. It's it it is almost what I expected is that it's <laughs> you definitely had one hell of a journey. Cause you being who you are is it's not easy to get to where you're at. I'm, I'm a humble panda to be here. I, 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 I will continue to say I don't deserve the success that we've had, which is why my luck score is so high. Um, but I'm very grateful that I have met the, uh, the panda certified individuals like yourself. I'm very humbled to have the community that we have. And I'm very, very grateful for Mixer for giving us a platform to, to continue to grow it. Yes, sir. Gunslinger says, I love how this podcast is structured. The Future Wife says, this is an amazing concept. Thank you so much. Appreciate Agreed. it. Agreed. Appreciate it. Yeah, I try to make it as dorky as possible for all of us gamer nerds out here to, where everybody can understand. So I love it. It's amazing. Uh, so real quick, plug in your socials. Where can people find you? Oh, oh, sorry. That's to me. Right? I was like, yeah. what? what? Oh. <laughs> I was like, well, you can find the podcast at. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so no, um, so yes, so you can you can find me first and foremost on on Mixer here, uh, Professor underscore Panda. Um, I'm on YouTube as well, uh, where we've started doing some stuff on there. Uh, I'm I'm very active on Twitter. That's my probably my main go to. Um, same handle Twitter dot uh, Twitter dot what, um, Professor underscore Panda. <laughs> See, done goof. There we go. Uh, <laughs> and, okay. then, uh, <laughs> and then, uh, probably, probably the newest medium that we've started exploring is um, uh, is TikTok. I'm also on Ooh. there as well, so you can. It is it's a bit of a different avenue, but I, I'm I'm having a, a mixer kind of force my hand on it a little bit, and I'm having a bamboo filled time with it. So amazing. Um, so yeah. Did you mention your Discord? Ah yes, we have a Discord, right? <laughs> we have Discord as well. So I am—I'd probably say that if I'm not—if I am not streaming, I am actively on Discord, uh, communicating with the Panda Nation as well, and 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 use that as an avenue to reach out for folks that maybe not want to publicly say that they need a bit of inspiration. It gives me a good avenue to be able to do so. So love Discord for that. Amazing. Again, sir, thank you so much. I'm truly humbled that you decided to come on here and share your story, man. It's it's definitely a blessing. I'm so happy to be here. And and thank you. Thank you for giving me the avenue to do so. Of course. Y'all, again, I mean I mean we're we're the we're the hosts and guests here, but y'all definitely made it great in the chat. So give y'all some credit. It's it's it couldn't be as great as it was if it wasn't for y'all being involved in, in the chat and it was amazing, y'all love y'all so much the panda nation is definitely one to remember you guys are an amazing community and it really shows but to close it out my friend for the people that don't know who are you and whose save file is this my name is professor panda and this is my save file hey there we have it ladies and gentlemen let's go give it up give it up for the one and only <laughs> professor panda let's go oh man thank you guys we had, we had so much fun here thank you very much both of your legends listen we can't be legends without great with other great people following us that's what makes that's us right. great legend and you are a part of our legacy so remember that too give yourself credit see and see. Better, you are the bamboo vest buddy <laughs> sorry <laughs> <laughs> no of course do do what you gotta do but um 
guys again thank you so much truly humble that you guys came over here and hung out if you guys haven't yet please go ahead and check out the socials uh, if you guys haven't followed yet please consider following i do this every week we have i just booked up full of july july we're booked all the way till july and it's, it's absolutely amazing it's great to see where so it's coming excited so excited thank you so much again guys thanks you for hanging out it was fun stay happy stay healthy and most of all gamers Stay golden. Till next time, y'all. Yeah.